guys, our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. Speed vicious, just the total package. Break the British Bulldog and Cuz bring uh, you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no I'm ties here. to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Can someone feed me today's topic? It's knuckle up time, trendsetters. Oh, Ken Shamrock. He reset three laptops and four microphones just to say that. That's pretty good. Uh, For audio fans, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or at Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Guys, I know you have a lot to say about Ken, but we're going to jump right into it. So let's get going. Uh, Mr. Ken Shamrock was a military brat. Kenneth Wayne Kilpatrick was born at Robbins Air Force Base in Warner's Robbins, Georgia, where he lived for the first four years of his life. His father, Richard Kilpatrick, was a United States Air Force enlistee, and his mother, Diane Kilpatrick, worked as a waitress and a dancer. Diane had her first son when she was only 15 years old. Shamrock had three brothers and came from a broken family in a predominantly black neighborhood of Atlanta, Georgia. In 1988, Shamrock trained as a professional wrestler under Buzz Sawyer, Nelson Royal, and Gene Anderson. He debuted in 1989 in Royal's North Carolina-based Atlantic Coast Wrestling promotion under the ring name Wayne Shamrock. So, and real quick... You threw me off, you tried, and I got through it. You're a piece of shit for that. And... Uh, I also want to say a lot. Everybody knows Shamrock because of his UFC days and his real life MMA fighting. But he started out in pro wrestling training before that. A lot of people don't know that. And Shamrock has said that on numerous interviews. He's like, a lot of people don't know that I was a pro wrestler when I first started. Like with everything. And then he went into combat. He loved combat sports. He loved, you know, physical sports. So he went into that area. There you go. So fuck you, everybody. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm out of here. In June of 1990, after being inspired by Dean Malenko, Shamrock applied oh, for yeah. the American tryouts of Japanese Universal Wrestling Federation in Florida, as it was a shoot. Is there anything promotion. Florida doesn't do? For the record, they're just like we Japanese shoot wrestling. Whoa. Get it in. Yeah, they don't so random. Ask. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop. Oh, that's it. awesome though. Whoa. Um, <laughs> they were lucha mask. It was a shoot style promotion. Yeah, they were lucha mask. Real- Fuck you, Dave. Yeah, oh, that's true. Fair enough. I, I, I yield. I yield. Uh, where real strikes and holds were used, Shamrock was put to spar legitimately against other participants, amongst them Bart Vale. After passing another Bart tryout in Bart Japan, Vail. he was Bart Vale. The great hey, Bart, Bart Vale. Vale's a badass. You don't know. Just look him up. <laughs> I don't know. After passing <laughs> another tryout in Japan, he was eventually accepted. And in October, he had his debut match in UWF. Wrestling under the name Wayne Shamrock and defeating Yojo Angel. Am I saying that correctly? That's the best. Yoji Angel. Yo, Yoji Angel? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm terrible. Sorry. No, it's he Bart Yale. Insta- oh, <laughs> oh. He became instantly popular and was put on a match against. Um, oh, God, Jess, you're killing yeah, me. Yeah. Masakatsu Funaki on the next match around. Um, even though he had not started his mixed martial arts career yet, Shamrock had his first fighting experience. And Fujiwara Gumi? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Dave. You're, you're killing me. You're killing Fujiwara me. Fujiwara Armbar. Come on, man. He did, he did this on purpose. He did all of this on purpose. That's where the Fujiwara He didn't do this to talk from. about Shamrock. He Can did I be this honest? To, when I got right? the note from Wikipedia, too, it did put in parentheses the pronunciation, you know, and I deleted it on purpose. 
<laughs> That's where the Fujiwara are. I'm going to be, gonna be dead from, honest right with you right now. That's I amazing. Fuck you, Fujiwara, Good motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know why you're so Really to me. save um, space, to be honest. I want to save space. <laughs> that is not true at all. That's not true. Uh, pardonnez-moi. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, as a result of many matches that were chosen by having the wrestlers partake in a competitive grappling at the gym. Is where that that match came into play. Shamrock made his mixed martial arts debut at. Uh, it's Pancras. Pancras. Yeah, yeah, it's called King of Pancras. Mm-hmm. Okay, on September twenty first of nineteen ninety three, using professional wrestling rules, no yep. closed fist punching to the head and breaks on on the ropes, but fighting for real without predetermined yes. finishes. Shamrock beat Funaki by arm triangle choke in the main event of the uh, first. Later on, show though, it was King of Pancras was a little bit of a work. It was, yeah, yeah. After, yep. But not here. No, here it was as well. Right. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. There was even some the matches, stages. like if they wanted to get a new guy up or whatever. Well, it's really, <laughs> let me be honest. You, it's not any different than boxing or anything like that. So, like, whoa. for example, when you have a fighter that's coming up and you want to get him like in the main event spotlight or whatever. You will put him against matches that you know he will win. It yeah. might be a janitor. It could be someone who cleans fish tanks. It doesn't matter. It's a real fight, Very but specific. you put that. It could be Tyson yeah. McNeely, right. right? Oh, No, exactly. No, that actually is a very good point. It doesn't matter what level they're on. You put them in there against somebody who is a quote-unquote professional fill-in-the-blank, whether it's a boxer, a grappler, wrestler, whatever, but you know they're going to win. That's a form of a fix. Even though it's not fake, it's a fix. You know that Tyson will it's knock a, out. It's a sure yeah, thing. You know Tyson will knock out the janitor of the Until local. Until Buster school. Douglas comes around. Well, well Doug, Buster Douglas is a professional fighter and, and ranked number five in the world at the time. Go on. Shamrock. Shamrock said that uh, Dean Malenko actually introduced some of the hybrid style of uh, yes. wrestling. Yeah. No. It, and he that's showed a, that. And that's then a, they a very good point. And the fact that he was a fan of Dean Malenko is awesome, and that Malenko yeah, at that young was still influencing people um, was pretty cool. So I don't mean to shit on Pancras, but a lot of people go back and look at that, and it is open palm, and it's it's yes. real, and they don't determine the ending, but they do determine, they do go in there to the locker room and be like, listen, yeah. Wayne needs to go over, uh, so what are we yeah. going to do to make this happen? So they're going to go out there, and they're going to punch each other for real with open palms, and they'll grapple on the mat, they'll really fucking put each other in holds and hurt each other or whatever, but they know that the ending result has to be a certain thing. Not every match in King of Pain, Not every match, but no. a lot of them were. That's all I want to say. I'm bowing up. Goodbye. <clears throat> Just kidding. Wow. I'm back. With <laughs> a big stretch. In late 1993, here's my loud chair. Ultimate Fighting Championship, UFC, for those of you that can't figure out acronyms. David. A fighting tournament that would take place in America. Although Shamrock initially believed to be a professional wrestling event, he decided to sign up nonetheless, supported by Pancreas members. Uh, my. Masakatsu Funaki. Funaki and Takako Fuki. If only they had parentheses on how to pronounce them. <clears throat> you fuck. Fuck you. The event UFC <clears throat> one was held under a one night tournament format, but Shamrock only realized it would be real fight after watching a Gerard Gordu knock out Tilatuli in the first bout. He's like, oh. So legitly, when Shamrock shine, signed up for the first UFC ever, it's not like the UFC everybody watches now. It was like real fighting. And it like, was like no weight classes because the guy, because some of the guys from King of Pancras was like there and like supporting it. He's like, oh, it's going to be kind of a hybrid, you know, real slash kind of work, shoot, whatever. And it was not. It was that legit like, yeah, if, no, if they knock you out, you're done. Oh, fuck. Okay. 
Like, so Shamrock learned that day that it was going to be kind of brutal. It's going to be a real fight. Wow. This is, I'm already reading this stuff. I'm getting really excited. I'm reading the head. Sorry. It's like, holy smoke. So in the first round, Shamrock was pitted against kickboxing stylist Patrick Smith, who he made short work of by throwing Smith to the mat and submitting him with a heel hook. Pretty cool. His next opponent was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu jiu jitsu uh, opponent and eventual tournament winner royce gracie royce gracie Sham- and uh yeah oh that was royce he, yeah, he's bad. a big deal he is a big deal um he had the gi you know it's, yes it's done yeah shamrock sprawled the takedown and maneuvered on top of gracie but the latter escaped from under his mountain attempt and returned to his feet the brazilian then pulled guard so the american grabbed his ankle and sat back to attempt another heel hook according to shamrock gracie had wrapped his gi around shamrock's arm with the ladder set back and pulled Gracie on top of him. With his arm still entangled, the American could not apply his leg lock, which Gracie capitalized on to secure a choke with his free hand to submit Shamrock. While this move was often listed as a rear naked choke, Shamrock later stated to be actually a gi choke as uh, Hoist had, had wrapped the cloth of his gi mm-hmm. around Kin's neck. And he does this, he, he'd done this quite a bit. And ending yeah. the fight was also controversial as the referee did not see the tap and ordered the two fighters to continue fighting after Gracie let go of the hold. Shamrock paused for a few seconds but declined, admitting that the rep that he had tapped out and it would not be fair for him to continue fighting. That's pretty cool. He yeah. kind of like said, hey, I man, remember I, I that out. first event, like, and yep. that actually changed his life. So Sham- Frank Shamrock was uh, uh, Ken's adopted brother. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, he looked up to Ken, Frank did. And he thought his brother was invincible or his half-brother, whatever. And after this fight, he saw Ken tap. And, like, he remembers looking at Ken after that going, like, wow, like, he's human. My brother's human. And, like, it was a whole thing in their family dynamic that that happened. And Shamrock, after that, realized, like, you know what? I'm going to recommit myself. I'm going to fuck it. I can't take anybody for granted. Because they all looked at Hoist Gracie, who was, like, 170 pounds like yeah he's a really yeah, and yeah he was tall, like but, e, but he yeah. was so good at what he did and he would choke people with the shit there was no rules back here in ufc you could hit the growing there was no weight classes yeah, yeah. and you could use your clothing on your I, body I think even choke. eye gouges yeah. at the time were legal yeah right? yeah, I mean, yeah so it didn't matter you know, back here this was the infant infant stage of the ufc so and, that, and at, like i said before there was no weight classes right it was free for all yeah because it was billed yeah. as like karate versus sumo wrestling versus right. jujitsu it was like yeah which is the best discipline. And you had Tank Which, Abbott, who was a goddamn bar fighter, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Watching him knock people out is almost as entertaining as watching Tank get knocked out. But I'm just, yeah, it's fascinating. It's true. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on the shift of this, Shamrock made his WWF debut as a face in February 24th, 1997 episode of Monday Night Raw. The same episode of Raw where ECW promoted their first pay-per-view barely legal in 1997. On March 23rd of same year, Shamrock identified as Ken Shamrock and billed as the world's most dangerous man, a name given him by ABC News. Knuckle up time. <clears throat> Whoa. Referred a submission match between Bret Hart and Steve Austin. I'm sorry, he refereed a match of submission between Bret Hart and Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. One of the greatest matches ever. Woo! What a match. <clears throat> what a match. He went on to feud with Vader, Bret Hart, the Hart Foundation throughout 1997. Shamrock's feud with Vader continued in Japan through a working agreement between WWF and FMW. Shamrock wrestled Vader in an Ultimate Rules Steel Cage match for FMW's FMW. Kawasaki Legend 1997 Super Show 
featuring four other promotions. The match ended in a TKO for Vader as Shamrock was suffering from internal bleeding from a lung infection and oh my gosh. a rib injury. Good gravy. The actual That's... forbidden door was open back then. <laughs> All right. Not the All fake right. one everyone talks about now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Settle, settle down. It's truth. Settle, settle down. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're being a Dave Meltzer right now, you <laughs> sack of shit. I'm being uh, a dick Meltzer. Uh, oh, you, you, he never had any five star matches. Shamrock caught on with the American wrestling audience with his shoot style and his legit fighter persona. Many wrestlers came after and copied his quote unquote real style. Taz and Samoa Joe come to mind there. He also got the ankle lock submission hold over oh, yeah. a certain someone would later copy that move. Da, 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 da. Yeah. 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 You suck. We love him. Before we get into the the notables here, guys, I got to ask, why why is this not a, a, a legends versus, you know, why 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 are we why are we calling this what we're calling it right now? I don't, trendsetter? I don't, a trendsetter versus, you know, yeah. Well, he's definitely a trendsetter. I mean, he's I I would say he's the first and probably the best example to use as far as someone who is well known in another sport that made it in WWE. Obviously, Kurt Angle came after him, um, but he was able to transit. Well, I mean, I guess I can't. I mean, he started off in pro wrestling, but not that many people knew that. His main thing was MMA, and that's what he was mainly known for. Um, but I, I would say he's a trendsetter in that, as far as that goes. And then a lot of, I mean, I know there was a lot of tough guys out there, like you know, there was Vader's and there was Taz's and all those guys out there. And then you know, Shamrock came in, but I feel like that. MMA style persona gimmick got bigger in pro wrestling after Shamrock also, you know. Yeah, I think it was big. a coup for them to get him. And then because nobody knew that he started out in pro wrestling when he first yeah. came in WWE and or WWF, excuse me, what do I work for them now? Uh, in 97, I was always like, dude, he's really good. Like he, he was. gets he gets it. He bumped right. He did Naturally. a lot of stuff right. And then when he won the Intercontinental title later and stuff like that, like he was a good wrestler. And we didn't find out till later, like years later, when he did shoot interviews, he was like, oh, no, I, I first trained in pro wrestling. And I'm like, yeah. well, that fucking explains it because you were like, he was like a Kurt Angle. He like was like a duck to water. Like he just adapted yeah. perfectly to pro wrestling. Shamrock, he had a little ace in his back pocket, meaning he started wrestling first and he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. So yeah. he was awesome. Like, yeah, I, I like the fact that he's a trendsetter because like Cuz said, he was the first guy that came over and influenced guys like Taz. Taz got ECW over. The entire promotion in ECW yeah. was on Taz's back for a while because yeah. you thought he was real. Because yeah. you thought he was a real shoot fighter. And same thing with uh, Samoa Joe later in Samoa TNA, Joe. the TNA days. When, when he came over for Ring of Honor, yeah. TNA, you know, people were like, Samoa Joe's real, though. He's real. Like, he, he chokes people out. He's real. Shamrock is the first guy to come over. WWF had been desperately trying to get kind of real... Fighting Japan had been doing it for years too. They were trying to incorporate real shoot fighting into their their art to get people to realize that oh, because wrestling was changing, so a lot of wrestlers uh, fans were getting bored of like the 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 shitty characters and all this stuff. They wanted something different, something real. And in '97, it was that year that things started to change, and we wanted people to kind of be like, well, I know wrestling's fake, but that's real. And so Shamrock was like the, one of the first guys, a trendsetter, if you will. To kind of like get people to go, well, th- he was a real fighter, and oh, he just broke Vader's nose, and oh, this and that, and oh, yeah. oh, oh, 
Like, you know, there's all kinds of things that he would do. And, oh, he went to Japan and fought Vader in Japan. That's real, right? And it was I kind you, of... Yeah. I think you kind of said it, but without without this happening, you wouldn't have a Brock Lesnar kind of a current. Even better. Even better. Yeah. Up. Even better. Yeah. Th- th- this is this is the trendsetter for Brock Lesnar. That is an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, Craig, what do you what do you think about? Yeah, we weren't sure if it would happen, right? Yeah, I was I was gonna say that like I mean he walked so Brock Lesnar could run kind of thing. Um, in the MMA, like the image of a guy, like it's funny when you think of they tried to launch Kama, the Ultimate Fighter or whatever, like the Ultimate Fighter. He had nothing to do. Yeah, he, he was the real version of what he wanted. They wanted like Kama to be the first guy that um could lend legitimacy and they really could tap into the fact that he could snap and he could hurt you. Yep. The bulldog stuff that we've talked about in a previous episode oh, where yeah. he had his moment that resonated when you, you thought he could legit lose it and hurt someone at any time. Brock has that kind of same energy and charisma. And then he also was just um, so much better and had the, the showmanship whereas like a Dan Severn did not at all. Or a lot of the guys right, that came before point. him did not, yeah. they weren't fun to wrestle. They weren't fun to watch. But he could bump, and he got it, and he got the whole thing, and put it all together, and he, he was he great. He figured it all out. He get, he he understood both sides. Yeah. Well, Dave, get into those goddamn matches. Oh, I thought Cuz was going to jump. No, in I there. don't Sorry like him, and I don't care what Cuz is saying. Oh gosh, I had something in mind, but I don't oh. remember what it was. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> notable matches uh, versus Vader on the WWF in your house, May eleventh of nineteen ninety seven. Height does a shoot style. No holds barred match. Shamrock legit Voke Brader's. Well, did you see me reverse that? Yeah. Voke Brader's nose. Um, he broke a Vader's nose during one of those exchanges, as Craig was just talking about. This helped sell Shamrock and uh, dangerous uh, to the WWF audience. Really good stuff. Wow. Good grief. The zone. He's in the zone. He's in the Vader zone. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. He's got a, he's got the hold on it. He's got the he's got the submission move on Vader. He's turning that. That's all. That's all. That's all. Shamrock wins. Shamrock wins by submission. The winner of this match. Wait a minute. Uh, versus Shawn Michaels. And once again, another WWF in your house. Degeneration X WWF Championship on December 7th of 1997. This match helped put Shamrock in the upper mid-level card section. A fun match. Uh, a lot of people. Yes, go back and it. watch that actually. Like Ken Shamrock did challenge Shawn Michaels, the greatest wrestler ever. How did so Shawn work with him? Oh. Was it good or was it clunky? I, I don't no, remember this at it all. Was, it was not clunky and it was good, but it was a very like you know, Shamrock like worked very close and very like snug. Snug. Yeah. And so Michaels was good at that too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I would say Brett would have had a better match with Sean. But he was gone at this point because Sean's a dick. And Whoa. so, so I think Brett, but at the same time, Sean, this was Sean's, you know, this showed that Sean could really hang in there with guys who were a little bit stiffer and snugger. And uh, yeah. it was not a oh my god match, but it was a when you watch it, you're like oh like okay like I'm not I'm not trying to put any kind of accolades on Sean at all because I know how we all feel, but hey, I, I think people kind of forget where Sean came from. I mean, he's the he best, right? Exactly. 
He wasn't exactly coming from any kind of. Oh, Sean was an MMA. He beat Dan, uh, Dan Severn. Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like he he came he from Randy the rugged, He beat everybody. He came from the rugged <laughs> undercards and, and smaller territories where you could get snug if you Dana. needed to. And I think I think he was okay with that. And Shamrock was just able to display that. Way. Marcos, getting ready to deliver the goods. I can see that being really good, and, and Sean really obviously selling for him as well. Hopefully, he didn't go bump machine on us, but I, I'll have to go back and watch that. He did not. He did not go. So I haven't machine. seen. Good. Well, good. It should be a decent match then. So, versus The Rock at King of the Ring, nineteen ninety eight, June twenty eighth of said year, he was in the finals uh, of the King of the Ring tournament. A lot of what? people forget was, that Ken uh, Shamrock is the 1998 King of the Ring. King of the Ring winner. And the reason why you forget that is because mankind was thrown off a goddamn cage. Yeah. I was going to say, because it reminded me of uh, their match, because uh, they had a match at WrestleMania, too, yeah, right? They, the Rock that and was, Shamrock. Yeah, and Royal Rumble. The, and Royal Rumble. Uh, j- just their feud. Okay, Royal Rumble, too, yeah. And their WrestleMania. Feud. Yeah, that's what, he got hit in the chair with the chair at fucking WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Shamrock should also be remembered as a trendsetter for taking chair shots to the face. <laughs> Dude, it's so like, bad. Seriously. It's so bad. Before Mick Foley. Like, good God. <laughs> Rocky Maivia is screaming like a broad. This is it. Bring it. But this feud, yeah, boys, I want to be like Rock him. Getting his his early career development on the be right like track. Shamrock. Shamrock would defeat The Rock by submission with the ankle lock hold. This was an overall fun match. and did a lot for Shamrock's career. Oh, yeah. Versus Owen Hart in a dungeon match. WWF in your house once again. Fully loaded on July 26th of 1998. The match ended up being so much better than it looked yeah. on paper. It had no Even business being decent, good, entertaining in any way, yeah. and it really was. They were actually in the no, heart dungeon. Mat, they actually had awesome. it in the heart dungeon I in the basement. It. Yeah. I love that match. Yeah, I forgot so about it was that. so good and creative. It was, it was awesome. really good. Yeah. Because look at the two guys involved, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though Shamrock lost, it furthered his feud mm-hmm. with Owen and continued to keep him relevant with the WWF crowd. Which continued into the lion the Owen Hart Lions Den I love this SummerSlam so 1998 I love it. I August it. 30th of 1998 uh, this was they set it up in the Paramount match. Theater the next door it had its own like audience and yeah. see another another really? reason trend setting because how, how many <clears throat> MMA style matches have they had since then like look look for uh, AEW example and this worked uh, a couple months ago they did the same thing lion or they did an octagon match Wardlow and uh, Jack Hager oh wow. trend setting moment right here for Jamrock yeah, and Owen yeah, Hart yeah the, the raw underground that they tried, but that didn't succeed at all. Right. No, yeah, but even, you know, it oh, stems from job. that. It yeah. stems from that. Call, mm-hmm. That could stem from the dungeon match. I mean, you're a fucker, Craig. That they had. So, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Good gravy. Um, you'd already mentioned that it was um, held next door to MSG. Yes. Where SummerSlam was held. Uh, Shamrock would avenge his loss here from the dungeon match. That was, uh, I so, can't go back and watch both the matches in that order. And like, you, it's so good, dude. Like, but you, you know what? It just to add on to it, the next month at Breakdown on September twenty seventh, it was The Rock versus Mankind versus Shamrock in a triple threat cage match. Number oh one yeah, that's one of your favorite matches. That's fucking great. It's a fucking great. But look at, look at all like 
fucking great matches back to back. Ken Shamrock also won the Intercontinental Championship. Yes. And tag did. team, right? Or am I wrong? Tag team or European? I might be wrong. Um, yeah, it, it was Intercontinental for sure. But this is not a legacy, so we don't talk about it. I'm, just calm down. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm not uh, God damn it. Sharp. He's a he's a trendsetter, dude. I mean, what what else can you say? That's well. That's why I want to talk about it because so I, here, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll throw it out there. Um, should Ken Shamrock be a Hall of Famer? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Because he's done more in. I mean, because mm. you know, like he's 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 has accomplishments uh, com- uh, accomplishments in WWE. He has all these moments, like all those matches are are fucking great moments and great matches. Um, and then he still, you know, he he collected NWA championship. He has the notoriety for it. Right. Um, he he he, he has TNA. he has the savvy He'll for for wrestling. TNA, yeah, exactly. And so yeah, and he was the NWA champion. Um, I mean, you could you could argue the in your house moments would done. not be as as great as they are. In your house sounds kind of weird. But he officiated one of the best yeah, matches ever. I didn't want to do a legacy here because I think like, he's the most of legacy is the MMA fighting, UFC, and blah, blah, blah. But you know we're talking about pro wrestling <laughs> here. So that's why I just felt he was a trendsetter. I think he opened up a lot of the ankle lock. Yeah. Some guy who didn't really do well for himself uh, you know, adopted that move. and I don't know, he, he, My favorite wrestler of all time. He didn't have a good Ken career. Shamrock. He flopped. Uh, you know, He but, definitely yeah. deserves it. Yeah. God, I love me some credit. He deserves it. Should he be in the Hall of Fame, Craig Epu? I was, yes, on the existing criteria, yes. I was just thinking if it had the same thing as like I mean, the baseball the gym hall. Is in the hall of Fame, Craig. I know, and that's exactly where my head was like, Coco. And <laughs> there's a Nick lot Wright. of folks that like, but if you had, if you were holding like the baseball <sighs> hall of fame or that kind of thing, I, I paused because I was like, huh, does he? But yes, if, I mean, the criteria they use now and the effect that he had, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see it happen. He automatically has to go in there. They have a celebrity hall of fame wing, so it's like, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. he's still a celebrity. They should have an MMA Hall of Fame. Well known. They should have a <laughs> yeah. snug. They should have a snug Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He could pioneer. He, he deserves it. He deserves it. Yeah, for sure. He definitely deserves it. That, that might happen soon, right? Like that. That seems it like could. a no brainer. Well, like, it could be a good filler, right? Yeah. If they need like a good undercard for the Hall of Fame, they're like, "What's Shamrock doing, pal?" Yeah. Yeah, well, he, and he just listen. got this year. Was it the Cauliflower <clears throat> Alley? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Club Call or like NWA? What he got inducted into something this year, and I'm he I, got yeah. Who would induct Shamrock to the WWE Hall of Fame? Probably the, either the Rock or Rock might be too big. Shawn Michaels, I don't. <laughs> but the Rock, or, I could see Kurt Angle too, though. Yeah, unless yeah. they go like outside the box and they get an MMA fighter to do it. Could Rock? be, yeah, but I would say I would say the Rock should, even though the Rock's huge, like you know, and it's but Rock, they, that was the first big feud that put Rock on the map. Their Rock feud, still tweet their feud him, for the IC you know, title was like awesome. It's like, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough one. The answer is Frank Shamrock. Sorry, the answer is Hulk Hogan. That's true. They, I mean, they probably will. I think they're kind of like strained though, but I'm not sure. The uh, Undertaker. The answer is the yeah. The answer is Tito Santana. <laughs> I love Tito. Come on, give me some more Tito. Ah, for audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our watch wrestling it. channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWB2019, or catch us on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. This is Dave, Jess, Craig, and Cuz making an appearance Ugh. with the OWP signing off. <laughs>